0: The goal of this program is to simplify marketing for small businesses. Small businesses don't have the time, money, or patience to mess around. My name is Cale Gwynn, and I'm here to put things in perspective, to provide you with free marketing advice in small doses that are easy to absorb and apply. I'll tell fun stories, interview some amazing experts, provide easy-to-execute how-tos, and answer your questions. All here on Totally Hyped. In spots top 25 must-follow small business marketing podcasts on the web. Reason number 16 why you need a marketing consultant or a marketing advocate is one of my favorites because this lets me kind of blow my lid and just be kind of an a-hole uh, at the entire marketing industry. And quite frankly, I'm just going to say that. I'm going to include myself in the marketing industry. It's just that I have seen the light, so... Uh, I I'm more righteous (laughs) than the rest of uh, the marketing industry. But reason number 16 is because reason number 16 is because inbound versus outbound marketing is bullshit and you are being steered in the wrong direction. If you've ever had a company tell you, you need inbound marketing, you need digital, you need that's a complete misunderstanding of marketing. Now, I have always known that, but where we have probably not been, you know, like probably back in 2000, I'll say 2009 to 2012 maybe, digital, we've been working in digital since the beginning of time. So for example, when I first started in any kind of marketing, you know, Google didn't even exist yet, so you didn't have really... We had SEO, but it wasn't like it is today. We didn't have pay per click. We didn't have ads. We didn't have you know display networks. We didn't have you know most of what we consider digital today. We didn't have that. We had websites. Um, search engine optimization was, in, in hindsight, a joke, but we took it seriously and could get. I mean, literally, back then, in a day, in 1996 to 19 till 2009, and probably before 2009, maybe 2007. Uh, You could literally make a few changes to somebody's website and they would be number one or number two the next day. So uh, today you actually have to have relevant content related to search terms and it's going to take you a while uh, from an SEO perspective. And of course with the advent of Google we have display networks all over the place. We have retargeting. We have uh, pay-per-click search um, placement. We have... All kinds of different things. And now, of course, there's social media and, you know, email marketing was a thing all the way back then. And uh, when I first started, I will tell you that, you know, email was like you didn't have like an email address. You you were identified in a more technical way. And then once email came about, AOL-ish kind of days, um, you know, suddenly people started using it for marketing or or promoting their product or service. But I will tell you that by the late 90s and early 2000s, it was was the thing. And quite frankly, uh, if you look at email marketing and you think that it's a little outdated, um, think again, because of all the digital marketing efforts you could embark upon, I would say that email marketing is still probably the most reliable, probably the most likely to get you the best return on your investment. Um, you know, you could argue that social media would get you a great, because, you know, most people think that social social media is free. It isn't because it requires time and effort, but so does email marketing. So I, I think you could probably throw social media in there if done well. But the return on social media is very difficult to get. Email marketing, if you build up a good audience, and I, I suppose that's true with social media, if you build up a good audience, your return can be wonderful as well. But th- I mean, those are really two uh, enigmas in digital marketing. Uh, but when you're pointed in the direction by a so called marketing expert that you need to be doing digital, or that you should separate digital and traditional, or that you know, there's a battle between inbound and outbound. Um, one of the most prominent entities out there in the digital marketing world—it's basically a customer management system—but uh, it, it it has a lot of oomph behind it. It's called HubSpot, and they did an article uh, where it was literally inbound versus outbound. And in that article, the author is kind of going into this idea that here's why inbound is better than outbound. And as I'm reading it, I'm just like, I'm infuriated. My skin is about to catch fire. I'm so peeved. Because it's not a matter of this or that or that this, you know, you should do this and not that. Marketing and advertising is marketing and advertising. And we choose the channels not based on anything other than what's most likely to get an audience to respond and buy. And there's all kinds of things that you need to do, right? Like you can't just go in and if you're selling, for example, cars, you don't just say that I have this car and I'll buy it, right? Because people are going to go through a process. They're going to try to figure out which car do I like? Okay, which car, you know, I maybe can I afford? You know, I like the, you know, $140,000 Mercedes-Benz, but uh, let's get real here and I can afford the whatever car. And so they kind of go through this process of, okay, now which car is the right one for me? Now who has that car and where can I get the best deal? Who do I feel most comfortable buying from, right? There's all those things that go into your consideration about buying a car. And you need to be, if you're a car dealer or someone selling cars, uh, you need to be present in all of those moments when people are saying, "Mm, you know, I can't. Really afford the Lamborghini, uh? So what can I afford, and you know what's the right car for me, and what would I be happiest with? You need to be there for all of that, all the way through to you know when they're about to make a decision. You need to be proving that you're the best car dealer to buy from. And I'm just gonna say that car dealers I know in from years of experience working with them you know it, they they feel this a very commoditized industry and it is i mean if i were to say that you know there's two ford dealers equal distance away from me um the likelihood that i'm going to get a significantly better deal from one than the other is probably not true so what you know what is it why would i choose this dealer over that dealer and quite frankly it might be just cuz i enjoyed being there better. I enjoyed my relationship with the salesperson, or I believe that they would provide better service or they seem more genuine or whatever the thing might be, or, you know, they're equal distances apart, but this one's actually a little bit more on my way. If I ever need service, it's more convenient for me. There's all kinds of things that would go into that, that decision, but it's on the dealer then to make themselves seem more, uh, like the, the better option for you. So, In order for a dealer to be in front of you in those moments, they may need to employ, and and they do. You can see car dealer ads all the time on TV. You hear them on the radio. You see them in the newspaper. And they are extraordinarily aggressive in digital. Now, if a car dealer is listening to this right now, and when they're planning their marketing for the year, or they're budgeting, and they're saying, okay, what's our digital budget look like? And what does our traditional budget look like? You're just, you're doing it wrong. You have a marketing budget and these are all just channels and everybody needs to stop thinking of everything as a, well, I'm just going to do digital marketing. Okay, well then maybe you're leaving a ton of money on the table. I'm just you know, I love my radio station. I've been working with my radio rep for 20 years and I'm not going to give up on radio. And okay, but you might be leaving a bunch of money on the table because you should be doing more digital. So, if you're ever in a situation where somebody is trying to convince you that digital or any, you know, like, like just say digital versus traditional is kind of high level. But if somebody's saying that, well, social media is really the place you should be, uh, you know, if they're not, if they're a social media expert, of course they're going to say that. But I mean, if they're not considering other things, there's a high likelihood you're not going to have the right marketing solution. You need to be able to take all of those things into account. Uh, you know, there's all kinds of marketing that, you know, and I've I've mentioned the guy in the gorilla suit a billion times, right? There was a, I don't know if this is nationwide or not, but there's a an accounting firm called Liberty Accounting or Liberty Tax Services or something. And so, let's just say from, I don't know, March, or February, middle of February on. Around our town, there's almost always these poor people that have to sit out in you know in a busy intersection median strip, uh, and they walk around with this goofy Statue of Liberty outfit on, and a sign that says Liberty Tax Services. And I'm telling you right now that 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 friggin' works, and it works great for them. And that's not my idea, by the way. Uh, but it is, It's and in fact, there isn't a person who's driving by that intersection that's like, oh, that poor guy. Huh, Liberty Tax Services, huh? And how many intersections are they going through where there's that guy or that, that woman uh, with the sign? And they're, they, I'm telling you, in Wisconsin, they look miserable. It's cold. You know, usually the Statue of Liberty robe is all dirty for about a foot up the gown. And it's just, oh, man, does it look miserable. And, uh, at any rate, but I mean, it works, right? Like, I mean, I, I've never done business with Liberty tax, uh, services, but I absolutely am aware of them simply because of that. I've never seen a TV ad. I've never heard a radio ad. I've never, I've never even come across them online, but man, I know who they are. Uh, so, you know, and I've joked before about, you know, pulling the sign behind the airplane, (laughs) you know, those are also advertising marketing tactics. But they are no different. Let me be clear about this. It's just a different tact, but it's not separate from, you know, advertising on Facebook or posting on uh, Instagram or, you know, buying pay-per-click or SEO. Or they're all part of the same thing. They're just different ways of doing it. So if anybody is saying my way is the best way for you now they may be right but i'm just saying that if 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 they're only steering you in the direction that they're selling in man you got to look at the whole picture and you know the last uh reason number 15 was is so that you can get a marketing executive and a marketing executive especially an unbiased one that's not selling services can look at the whole picture and can tell you that if you're selling your, you know, flavored water, your sports drink or what have you, you know, maybe pulling the sign behind the plate on the lakefront and around the beach isn't such a bad idea. But you show me how many marketing companies are going to come up with that and tell you that that's a good idea. I mean, at the end of the day, you, you know, you might need all these services and you know, one might work out better than the other one, but Jesus. You don't want to just, you know, forget because you got a favorite or somebody said or whatever. Inbound versus inbound versus outbound. Are you kidding me? If you hear that, if somebody is pointing you that you should be doing digital, you should. Digital is where it's at today. It's just bullshit, and you can you can be assured that they have no idea what they're talking about. There's absolutely specific reasons why you want to be on TV. There's absolutely specific reasons why you want to be on radio. There's specific reasons why you may, be, you may want to be in the paper, magazines, the, the advertisement before the movie starts at the movie theater, the clippings of ads above the urinal in the bathroom. You know, those are all, <laughs> believe it or not, those are things that work. And you're missing out on most of them because people are like, oh, it's all about digital today. If you're not in digital, you're not going to live. And that is your cue to just run in the other direction. Give me a call, I swear to you, if somebody is telling you that. Just tell me what they told you. Give me a call. I will walk you through the whole thing at no charge whatsoever and just get you pointed in the right direction. And you never have to talk to me again and there's no obligation to me at all i i just can't stand that our industry has gotten like this now again i kind of want to go back to the 2009 2012 era because google was changing so much there was a lot of new opportunity and we were going through the recession we were you know in 2009 2010 you're kind of at the you're you're kind of coming out of it and everybody was out of work is now doing something in digital, social media, or whatever. So it was all you're hearing about. You know, A lot of it seemed free or very inexpensive, so fairly easy to uh, you know, wrap your head around spending money there. Marketing firms had lost their asses during the recession, and this digital stuff was selling. So they glommed onto it. Well, this is long ago enough that a lot of the traditional marketing companies, the companies that can still buy you media and the companies that, you know, still create great creative for TV and radio, you know, there's not very many of them anymore because most companies have specialized in, in digital or inbound marketing. And uh, I know a company that tried to switch gears on its customer during, I don't know if it was during that period of time, but it was shortly, it was 2012, maybe 2015, Uh, you know what it was about 2012 and they uh had been more of a traditional marketing company and just wanted to just get rid of everything but digital and let's because it sold it was easy to sell you mentioned it everybody wanted to buy it and they they heard it was everywhere man it was it was you know you started hearing you know mentions of social media this and you know all kinds of digital marketing was like everywhere it was it was just everywhere Um, and so we, we were even guilty of kind of riding that train of, well, this is what's hot right now. And not only is this what's hot, but, uh, a, it sells, we were expert in it. So it was kind of easy. In fact, I, I've, I haven't told this whole story yet and I I will some someday on a podcast, but I was dumb enough back in the day, we were working for one of the largest marketing firms in the country and we, they just, they had a project that they Uh, needed to outsource. They they just didn't have the resources to be able to do it in-house. And so they were looking, they found us. Uh, We came to an agreement. We did a project for them, really kind of fixed a project that they had going. And, uh, you know, it just took us like a few days to do the whole thing. And And that made them call us back up and going, how the hell did you do that? And I'm like, well, you know, this is something that you guys are just getting into. We've been doing it for, you know, five or six years now and um so the, and I was so flattered that they're like, "Hey, could you help us out in our Chicago office and um you know show us kind of how we can do this better and they paid me well to do that, but I didn't understand the concept of consulting and the value of what I was bringing to the table, nor was I really thinking about damaging my own <laughs> ability to sell stuff because now the third largest marketing firm in the country can do what I'm doing. So, yeah, I mean, I didn't really consider a lot of things when I did that and I'm sure it hurt at some level, but, uh, it wasn't long after that, that I got involved in, um, consulting only. And, uh, it certainly helped a number of other marketing firms, you know, kind of put their digital stuff together and, you know, do things well. I, you know, I remember having some conversations with companies, uh, owners of companies and, you know, just when they weren't getting it, you know, for a little while. Um, and then I, I, almost all of them you know, to this day now get it right. And it, I, I'll never forget having a couple of conversations with a good friend of mine that owns a, a nice marketing company. Uh, and uh, I'll never forget the light going on for him. I remember we were all for lunch. We are just having a conversation and and you could just see him like, you know, it's all about this. Oh my God. It's all about, you know, and he kind of just went into the whole thing. It's all about providing, you know, business improvement value to the customer. And I'm like, yay. So yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's a problem and it's very prevalent in our industry, but people are separating this stuff. Now, granted, there's a lot of experts out there. that are doing great work. A very good friend of mine, uh, has a social media service that is excellent. But it sh- I mean, she'd be the first one to tell you that they don't have this overarching plan that their social media is fitting into. They just know these companies know that, you know, their type of customer, they know kind of where they're hanging out. They know, you know, that they would want to know about these services. And so my friend's service goes and puts messages out in front of those people. And, um, you know, it, it, again like we use her services when a customer needs help with social media and she does a great job and, and and she takes direction. Great too. Like, like we come in and we say, here's what we're trying to do. Here's who we're trying to be in front of, you know, their design work is excellent. And you know, the way they, you know, take our messaging and make it stand out is, is, is great. Uh, but she's not going to come in and probably sing the praises of radio. Right? Like why? She would probably never even have a conversation with you about radio. And she would probably be just like, no, 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 we just, we just do the social media part. And there's nothing wrong with having specialists do specialized things. It's just when somebody's telling you that their way is the only way or their way is the only right way or their way is the best way. That's where you have to be careful because if you close your peripheral vision off to other things that might work better for you, uh, you're, you're harming your business. I think it's reason number 16 is because in our industry, people pit inbound versus outbound marketing against each other. And it's a bunch of crap. And it needs to stop. And if you're in a relationship with marketers that are telling you digital is the only way to go or what have you, just give me a call. I promise you I will be happy to talk to you for some time, work up some stuff with you at absolutely no charge, just so you're not being... Steered in the wrong direction, maliciously or not. And I, I, I should actually say that as pissed off as I get about this stuff, I don't know that these companies are out there maliciously doing this. I think that they believe what they believe. It's just, in my opinion, it it is it can't be accurate. There's just too much other good stuff going on, and the Liberty Tax Service is just I, it's just too prevalent in my mind. Because I mean, I actually not only saw them, not only felt bad for the people that were out there in the middle of winter, kind of made me like, oh my God, that's so cool. There's still people with mascots. You know, there's sign spinners in busy cities. And those sign spinners, let me just tell you that there wouldn't be sign spinners if it didn't work. You know, you just got to take it all into account and, you know, whatever might work for you. You might want to be a social media superstar and maybe you can be. It doesn't mean that that's the best way to promote your business. Thanks for listening to Totally Hyped. We're listed in Feedspot's top 25 must-follow small business marketing podcasts on the web. Looking for more episodes or to follow us on social? Or are you looking to get your marketing shit together? Go to totallyhyped.com forward slash connect. Until we meet again, my name is Kale Gwynn.